0: Welcome to NFTs suck, if you don't understand them. Hello, friends, I'm your host, Sebastian Rusk, and this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, the why, and the where of this brand new world of non-fungible tokens. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of NFTs suck. I'm joined today... Uh, by Francesca Witzburg, she is a IP and trademark attorney based out of uh, the New York area, and her and I met right here on Twitter through a mutual friend, Mitch Jackson. And her and I had a phone call earlier today talking about how we could collaborate and uh, and, and and work together specifically with what's going on in the NFT space. I've got a new podcast that I'm hosting here on Twitter Spaces. She's actively. Uh, involved in figuring out this le- the, the legal world and how it blends with the existing IP world of this whole new NFT landscape, and then we quickly started to talk about what it looks like to actually launch an NFT project. And her and I, n- short of you know some some general things like putting a team together of <laughs> people that could figure it out, we really don't know. So we kind of just wanted to have a conversation uh, around that. Uh, and, and brainstorm, if you will, and um, anybody that wants to join in, in the conversation, I know Gimme Gargoyles just, uh, just joined. They're in the middle of uh, their pre-sale right now. So Gimme, uh, if you want to uh, come up and, and join the conversation, feel free at uh, at any time. So uh, Francesca, we, we started talking about uh, each of our desires to want to start an NFT project in 2022. Uh, for for both of our brands, and we quickly both said, "So, where do you start?" And I said, "Well, I started the process because by hiring an artist, I figured that was step one. It was like, okay, let me get these crazy ideas out uh, onto some sort of canvas where where my concept or my crazy ideas can can at least be visualized." So, first things first. So, I've I've gone through the process of coming up with my initial characters for the NFT project, but that's really like the extent uh, of it. So I wanted to continue the conversation with you, Francesca, and see, you know, who knows what we can come up with uh, over a 30-minute conversation.
1: Yeah, there's there's just so much. Um, it's really exciting to see people not only invest and collect, but just actually create products, um, to actually create uh, artwork, digital art with NFT projects, projects. Sorry, it's end of the day here. My brain is like, blah. <laughs> but um, the gist is that, you know, you could be anyone. You could be a lawyer like me or you could, you know, own a business. But just if you have the idea, the capabilities, and I think it's it's just within the theme of, right? Like, you don't have to go to an... Eight, you don't have to necessarily um, be a huge company and have deep pockets and work with a big agency anymore. If you have an idea, you can... Work with an artist, put it out there, and bring it to market pretty easily. So that's just really exciting.
0: I think so too. And there's never been, I mean, it, 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 ever since Web 2.0, we've really been able to start creating. There's never been a, there's never been an easier time to start a business with so many resources and technology helping out. Web 2 really provided a lot of those utilities, and now here we are with Web 3 and the metaverse and NFTs and 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 an NFT is not just digital art. And I just learned that a couple of weeks ago, that an NFT is a non-fungible token. That is going to, you know, we're going to start seeing a lot of NFTs within the music space, a lot of NFTs within the photography space, a lot of, you know, NFTs with with brands saying, hey, listen, you know, this is our, you know, fill in the blank token. And it's it's the, the fun part that I see, and I don't know about you, but when, when I look at this whole NFT world, it's like we can, you can literally... Do anything that you can you can think of or dream up as far as an NFT is concerned. Like there's no rules to what you can do and what you can't do, which is, in my opinion, extremely, extremely exciting. Um, how about what are your thoughts on that
1: yeah and you know what as from like hey just even from the legal side right we heard about blockchain we heard about smart contracts in 20, 2017 and i remember being a junior like a younger lawyer being like well what is that like what what is blockchain how is it going to affect the fashion industry and all my clients and artists and intellectual property and i just remember her asking these questions and people like really not knowing and i think that now with nfts it's been basically it's it's so it's become very user friendly they have made the interfaces and platforms like opensea to really make things and make it accessible for people to utilize the tech to be able to do pretty much anything. And I think we're going to see, of course, NFT space right now, it's mostly digital art, but it really is going to expand, like you said, into all things intellectual property. We're going to see books, music. We're already already seeing some of that. But um, getting access to masterminds and community building, the potential is really limitless. And I think the, the, the reason why they are so mind-blowing and the technology has just fascinated me is because it's it's the technology is there for the taking for any creatives to really apply it and do whatever they want with it we're going to be seeing some really cool stuff coming up
0: yeah it's 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 going to be really you know exciting to see how it all starts to unfold i think it's going to be a lot like web 2 where when social came on the scene people dig their heels in and said, you know, I haven't needed this in X amount of years since I've had my business. I don't need it now. And I don't know if that's going to be the same response uh, from from brands because it's moving so fast and it's gaining such popularity that everywhere, especially with celebrities and athletes and, 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 and as such getting on board with it, the more awareness gets spread, the more curiosity is, is then created. And I think it's going to force brands to stretch themselves a bit and say, okay, what's possible with creating our own NFT collection, launching our own NFT and doing this as part of a marketing strategy, which uh, I really can't wait for. I mean, that's the, 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 the unknown part of it. I mean, we have a pretty good idea that everything is moving towards the blockchain and NFTs are a huge, huge part of that as our as is you know crypto um but when we talk about starting an nft project like so we're two everybody's a newbie right in in the nft space uh you're an attorney i'm a podcaster just two polar opposite industries yet the common denominator here is nfts and the ability to figure out what it looks like to launch a project. I, I I think I have figured out what I want to do with my NFT project. I haven't talked about it yet. I haven't even discussed it to extent at all outside of coming up with the initial concept. But I, I really see myself as a podcaster. I want to connect with every podcaster I possibly can, not just the ones that we help launch a podcast through our agency. And I think creating an NFT collection is going to allow me to enroll and connect with a lot of podcasters that I'm not already connected with. And I think that's yet another beauty to this whole thing is that what, what, is this, what does this open up for our business and our brand and our relationship building and community um, by being able to Launch a project and connect with people that we wouldn't ordinarily be connected with. I don't know that I would connect with every podcaster out there outside of the common denominator of "hey, we both are podcasters." So that's like my first like thought process uh, b- behind all of it. What were you thinking regarding you know just some initial thoughts, obviously on 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 what's possible with with an NFT collection and how you practice long, what you're doing, and your involvement in the space.
1: So. Uh, okay, so clearly the NFT space, it being digital art, just brings up a ton of intellectual property issues. I mean, when you were talking about how it's just like fill in the blank NFT, it's a lot of it is going to be intellectual property, whether that's music or scripts or books or you know whatever whatever it is. But also, I think we're going to be seeing um, more community building. So one, I just as a lawyer, this is this is just such an exciting time to be an, att- an intellectual property attorney because this is like the next chapter of IP. This is, the, this is the evolution of IP, I call it. Like being able to monetize your intellectual property. Anyone can, you know, like you don't have to sell a book to one of the top Lit agencies anymore. You can just make an NFT project around it and really hype it up and and you know do all the things. Um, so that's really exciting. And then from a business perspective, so as a business, I am really going to be tapping into Web three blockchain based apps to community build so that I can give tokens so whether or not they're non-fungible tokens or fungible tokens I really see um, a lot of people not only celebrities but yes celebrities um, personal brands but but the coaches and anyone who has a community online who wants to really give back to their followers they're going to be able to do that using, blockchain-based apps and coins and tokens. Because that's the whole thing about this, right? Is is giving back to the people who are holding. Like, yes, there's some there's some projects that it's just a cash grab, but there are really great projects right now with the goal in mind because the technology gives you that ability to give back to your people. So if they invest in you, they buy your token, they buy your coins, they buy your NFTs, whatever it is, you can you can give them certain royalties back or you can give them access to to conferences master classes it's it's really exciting so that's actually how i i i personally plan to to use it and i think those are two things for everyone to know one you know if you're a lawyer you need to know this stuff because clients need to be advised on it but two even if you're just any business like this is going to revolutionize the way you build your business the way you make money and that the way you give back to your community
0: could so do you think and uh someone buying one of your nfts would be similar to retaining you so it's like hey if you join the project and you're part of the community you've got specific legal benefits of being able to do that is that is that is that a thing or is that possible is it legal
1: (laughs) it's interesting right i mean like i I know there's people thinking, um, you know, instead of being paid in U.S. dollars, you could be paid in cryptocurrency. So you're, but you're asking something a little bit beyond that. Like if you join, if you hold um, an NFT or some access code, you know, it's it's not totally far off. The problem with the law is that it's such an archaic. Gosh, it's really archaic. Our laws are old. Our um, the ethics rules kind of scare lawyers and intimidate them from entering into new spaces and bluntly thinking creatively in different payment structures. There's just a lot to be um, to be considering. So I don't know. I would have to think about it, look at the ethics rules for each state, but um, it, it's it's a possibility.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so it'll be fun to see how this this whole thing unfolds. I, you and I were chatting earlier this morning, and I, I told a buddy of mine that we you know w- w- went from skeptic to who's also an attorney, went from skeptic to now NFT collector, and he really got into a project a couple weeks back that that's absolutely taken off. So he's all in with the process, and I said, you know, as a business attorney, it's probably a good idea to start making some connections with some IP attorneys that at least understand the basis of what's going on with intellectual property in the internet and digital products, because they're going to be the first ones at the forefront to be able to help figure out what the law says behind all of this NFT stuff. And then, you know, new laws being created, you know, et cetera too. So, and I definitely envision that happening. I don't know that, and again, I don't know how laws are made because I'm not an attorney, but I know that new laws are created all the time. And, you know, for something this big, and it's just such a shift in, tra- in, 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 in where we're going with technology and business and the law in general, um, I, I think that it, there'll be some clear cut stuff. You're kind of like the IP world has has continued to evolve as the internet's involved. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like the crossover between traditional IP law and then what's, what's going to happen uh, with, with, with NFTs moving forward in the law?
1: we're, I mean, we're like, I can't wait. And I'm looking for, I'm looking for people. If there's any business attorneys who are looking to get into this, um, it's, it's going, it's crossing over various industries. There's security issues. There's contract issues. I mean, with DAOs, like there's going to (laughs) be, there's going to be people who need drafting of legal contracts to run their DAOs, you know, at a certain point, the smart contract, the code is, is just if then code there, there are still going to be lawyers that are needed to actually draft the legal terms surrounding those, um, in case of a breach or in case of certain things. So, you know, if, if anyone is a lawyer listening to this, or if you are thinking of doing projects and you don't have a lawyer, like the two are coexisting, you know, and and the topic of this, uh, this Twitter, this Twitter space and this podcast is how do I run an NFT project? And I think the main takeaway is that, you know, we're going to go through all the prongs that are important to have and the people you need on your team, but you can't do this without a lawyer. Right. People need legal. And although it's really early, you know, it's just like the wild west was maybe there was, not a lot of laws and structure but it's coming it's happening it's 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 already here we're starting to see some some cases pop up so
0: yeah and i think that's you know as 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 this continues to unfold uh there'll there'll be more and more of that so let's let's just um let's talk casually for a minute and just brainstorm on on what we think is needed for an nft project and i think that that that's that that's kind of the The fun part of the process is like envisioning what we potentially need. But you and I were talking like, you know, putting together a team, hiring an agency. We can start with the agency part first. There's going to be a plethora of these and there already is popping up where you can say, I'm a brand. I don't know anything about NFTs. This agency approached us about a possible NFT project opportunity, and it looks like it makes sense for us to engage with them. So that's already happening, and that's going to continue to become the norm. In fact, I think a lot of digital agencies out there, the ones that are left, that Vayner hasn't taken over, is uh, are, are going to have, larger agencies will have that as a service in-house, for their existing clients for for obvious reasons on here. Now, the other side is that maybe you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur or an artist and you've been able to create, let's say, a a PFP collection and you want to launch it. There's nothing to say that you can't create the collection with your artist or you developed it yourself because you're the artist and upload it to to OpenSea and actually launch a project. I've I've heard a, a lot of different stories from various artists of, hey, I, I used to do this part-time. I used to do this for fun. Now I do this full-time and I can't believe that I'm doing it full-time, but NFTs made it possible. I hear that story over and over and over again. So that's one angle. You as an artist don't need permission from anybody. You can upload a project today. As far as brands creating something or some individuals like myself where we're more of a a, a digital solutions provider where it's I mean, we help people start a podcast. So creating something that fits within that mold, there's a little bit more work involved, I think, because you need to build an actual NFT campaign, I guess you would, is what you would call it, which would be putting a team together. So we've got artists, we've got uh, programmers, we've got people that can build the site and connect it and MetaMask and all that fun stuff. We've got mar- marketing, we've got, media, we've got a press element. There's as as I look at the projects that I'm involved with right now that I've invested in and that that I'm that I'm collecting, I see that, you know, it seems to be the initial announcement on Twitter. Join our Discord. That's where the real meat and potatoes happen on Discord as far as the community is being built and a lot of the perks of getting on the whitelist and becoming part of the project are all very much interwoven into the process of the launch, building the hype, if you will. Now the ones we've seen really take off: the board apes, cyberpunks. I mean, board apes is probably one of the one, one of the most notable ones that have gotten the most press and the most, you know, celebrity and, and, and like buy in, if you will. And it's that's still to be determined on whether or not they actually buy the not. Right, 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 world actually, of women, right, world of women too, uh, v friends. I mean, all these that have that have that have really started to just absolutely explode. And you know, world of women is a great. Example of a project that launched, and the and was lifted up by their community specifically, and other creators. I mean, we look at what Gary V. daddy bought like five right out of the gate, and he. I remember, I remember him doing it because it was during Art Basel, and um, he was excited about it. But you know, Gary's deeply passionate about artists and about true, true artists creating these NFT projects and really giving them an at bat, giving them an opportunity, uh, you know, to 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 be able to get in the game um you know what what are your thoughts on on what it really, you know what what we could envision on what it would take to to put together an nft project
1: you know i i still think it's a lot i you yeah, know yeah. as someone who uh, i like you said sebastian you're doing you're, you're thinking about a project um i have one as well and it's like where do you even begin and the reality is you know, you need time. You have to find those people, and you need someone who knows what they're doing. You can have an amazing idea, but if you don't have someone that understands all the tech behind it, and you go and you hire someone on Upwork, you like, how do you even know what to look for and like, what what the job postings are? There are there is a lot that goes into it. So I know that some people actually hire um, an NFT project leader and coordinator to actually do all of that. Um, so there's a lot i'm still i'm I'm still doing it myself i'm I am considering agencies just because as someone as busy as I am with a great idea in mind, um, I may want to outsource that in exchange for you know ownership or a license fee or you know a, a paid fee, whatever it is, but um I'm still exploring it.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be huge. I we were, you and I were talking about that this morning. It was like, hey, you, you you need you need an attorney on the team, and you know I'm an investor and collector and attorney, do all the above. We should have a conversation on what that looks like for us to be able to support each other. Uh, which is extremely, you know, it, it would, 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 you know, it's, it, it really is a fit on both sides because both parties actually need each other. I was saying the same thing for podcasting. I was like, and every NFT project should have a podcast talking about. And telling stories of the community and the project and things that are happening and updates. And, you know, it could even be, you know, internal podcasts, if you will, just within the community to be able to give mass updates and do mass storytelling um, on a higher level. And, you know, I, I foresee discord continuing to be continuing to expand. I think they have voice options and whatnot right now where you can get into a voice chat on, Discord too, and leave voice notes and things of that nature. I mean, who knows? There'll be a podcast channel uh, added, or if there's not, then we're going to create one, and uh, that that's where all of our monthly updates will go, as far as what we're actually doing, and then you know, conversations around all that. So, I think that the my my I wanted to have this conversation uh, because it really gets the the wheels spinning in in, in my head even more than they already spin on what's possible with, with all of this and as we continue to unpack i mean this is truly the wild wild west that's a little redundant uh but it is the wild wild west because this stuff's only been around a couple of years and been uber popular for a year let's just say so everyone's saying we're new to the space everyone's saying that this is all new is 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 very very refreshing and you know for i think that that because that's happening, it's, it's helping to fuel and feed the momentum that's, that's here. Somebody said the other day, I, I haven't been this excited about something technology-wise in a long, long time. And it's so true. And if you look at the community, I mean, you and I met on Twitter through our, a mutual friend of mine that I just know in the social media space, happens to be an attorney too, that I've known for a while now that I met online. And, and you know, here we are. Uh, doing a second episode of my show and trying to figure out how we can support each other too. I mean, if you look at the, I always say the NFT world is just so nice. Everyone's so, everyone's so cool. Uh, which I think really contributes to why there's so much momentum happening. Has that been your experience too?
1: Oh, oh yeah. And like, I love what you said because it's not a super snobbish industry.
0: No, like not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So true. So true. Not yet. But like, you know, I reached out to um, I reached out directly though to like the head to Roth at um World of Women when I joined and was like, hey, I'm an IP lawyer, love what you guys are doing, you know, use me as a resource. And like he emailed me back immediately, you know, and was like super nice. And you know, there's just this this community vibe with being involved whether or not it's the nft project you're in or just nfts in general if you you know for anyone who's listening to the podcast who doesn't use twitter um and is interested in nfts you have to get on twitter like you're going to see the culture the 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 energy that really is with nfts i mean all the acronyms you know like right like we're going to make it and everyone's saying good morning and good night. It's just it's it's kind of cool that there's this like collect collective uh momentum for people to support each other, especially especially, I mean, with given what's going on in the world right now. If if you are lonely and if you do feel like you need something, get into NFTs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You want to get into community. I mean, this this has been the best thing to happen out of the pandemic. Is us being able to be brought together through technology and be able to meet new people and connect with new people, and then it really creates that that desire to want to connect offline too. And a lot of that happened during our Basel. I mean, it was already happening when we were going back out and starting to travel again. I always like to say that if now more than ever, when we connect, when we were able to connect in real life and meet our digital friends in real life and reconnect with old friends, we're hugging people a little tighter uh, for a little longer. And we're just a little bit more excited to, to be able to see them and connect because everybody was stuck at home for, for, for so long. And then boom, NFTs are here and the online community aspect is, is gangbusters. And as the offline opportunities continue to present themselves, that's just going to continue. There's nothing more powerful than having a strong online community that is able to connect offline i mean i'm i'm actually in dallas texas right now i just flew in this afternoon uh to meet up with my mastermind group that i'm a part of and i'll be spending the next couple of days fully immersed uh and sharpening the axe and you know taking our game to the next level and figuring out you know what's next but nfts are a big part of that conversation but i always look forward to being able to it's cool the facebook groups are cool the zoom calls are cool but really being able to connect in person is just the best
1: and hopefully we're getting there but i but i will say you know this it's this is not going anywhere the virtual element is not going anywhere it's totally going to be a combination of the virtual and the in real life but for people who think that oh everything's going to go back to the way it was it's not like Social audio is here to stay. A lot of this tech, building businesses online, connecting virtually. You know, I mean, just even in the legal industry, I read the other day that it used to be like a really high statistic of people did not want their lawyers to be didn't didn't want their lawyers to be virtual, and and then they redid it post pand, uh, you know, post COVID, and just
0: kidding. Yeah,
1: that statistic, (laughs) like, yeah, people are okay with it which just goes to show it's things are changing, but community, I mean, okay, look, so Caleb's in here who I know through a really good friend of Rob, Ashley just joined. She's an amazing privacy attorney. Like all these, these are people that I've, you Sebastian, we've all connected on the internet using these platforms. And so, you know, it's especially... I think the legal industry is an interesting one because you have people who are just so set in their ways and don't want to be on social media or are nervous about it. But like, you have to pivot. You have to figure out how to thrive online. The tech gap is becoming increasingly, increasingly bigger every day. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're not online, if you're not learning these new technologies, you will get left behind.
0: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And I don't think it's going to be... A, this, is, this isn't going to be a choice. You know, we're, we're, in a pl- we're in a time now where technology... Well, technology has never cared about your feelings about it. And it's never slowed down at all by any stretch of the imagination. It's always... Moved its, at the rate it's going to move. I believe it's moving even faster now. And you're either moving with it, or you're staying stagnant. And your customers are 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 all online. That's where the attention is at, and where the attention is.
1: Everyone's on their phones, right?
0: Exactly. They're in the Facebook newsfeed. They're on Twitter. They're tr- they're on YouTube. They're trying to figure out. You know. Then, well, they want to connect. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing is being able to connect with their audience and find people where, where meet people where they're at. And I mean, I, I just don't understand why brands and businesses would not want to adapt to it, but you still got that whole, you know, we've. It's not really our model. It's not really our thing. We've never really needed it. Why would we need it now? And I just think that there's a there's a huge, huge disruption that's going to continue to happen, specifically through technology.
1: Disruption is the word. I was talking about this the other day with my husband. Like, when we thought about the word disrupt, like disruptors, you know, several years ago, we thought the Netflix is of the world. Um, Spotify but those were still centralized big players that's that's changed and the whole decentralization concept giving back to people and having like people cutting out the middleman this this is serious this is this is the probably going to be the most disruptive era we are going to see across the board for every single industry and so no industry is safe and it doesn't mean that you're going to go extinct and that people aren't going to need lawyers or agents. I mean, like we said, there, there's new agencies that are popping up. So you have to learn about NFTs. If you're, if you're an agency, you should figure out how to take advantage of this because people like me who are too busy to do a project, I'm still going to want to pay someone. I'm still going to want a middleman. So it's just like with anything, when we have disruption, figuring out the tech, how to integrate it, and how to evolve. But if you don't do that, I mean, you will be extinct.
0: Evolve. Such a great word uh, for for where we're all at. I mean, where, where we've been for, for over 15 years now with Web2 and with social, but specifically now in the NFT space. Like, What does it look like in 2022 for your business or your brand? to evolve into where we're going with Web3. I know the thought probably never entered your mind that you would create some sort of digital project called an NFT collection for your business and brand in an effort to help build your community that you didn't even know you were going to build. But like I told you this morning on our call, Francesca, I I heard that quote earlier this morning. It said, "You know what's possible to, to go to a level in life that you didn't even know existed. And I think that there's never been a time that that can be more realistic than, than right now.
1: Completely. The possibilities are endless. It's it's a scary time in the world. People are getting sick. You know, they're quarantining. There's a lot of darkness. But also, there is so much to be channeling your energy into and being optimistic about. And so if for anyone who's you know, struggling or not sure what the next direction and having a kind of like a, stuck in a pessimistic route, just, just literally get on Twitter, start making connections, listen to these things. It's jump in these spaces. It's crazy. The energy that's happening. I really do believe that like collectively, the energy that's going on in this space is just so optimistic. People are making a ton of money and just this is this is something that's gonna get us through
0: <laughs> yeah no it really <laughs> it really is it's funny how it all worked out the timing was absolutely impeccable with it so uh, it was total total the nfts are a to- the entire web 3 was a total godsend in my opinion and just you know something that everyone needed every brand needs and where it's where we're headed and going it's gonna make life easier uh we- some would even say we're regaining control of the internet uh which is a bold statement in and of itself but that there's the blockchain for you you know
1: yeah, it's great. And I look forward to seeing... It's so fast. It's just everything's happening so fast. I really am excited to see um, what people are going to do beyond just the the digital art that we're seeing. And how, I can't wait to help clients build communities online and start giving out tokens.
0: Yes. And seeing how that goes. Yeah, I mean, when I hear NFT, when I first heard NFT, I mean, I, I thought, you know, I thought little... Italian guy with a mustache that eats mushrooms and doubles in size and hits bricks with his head and collects coins on super (laughs) Mario brothers. You know, (laughs) that's just where, when I first thought of, so, you know, it's almost like, and I know Gary's living this out right now. Gary, he's living his childhood fantasies and dreams out right now with this being a collector by trade and such a gigantic sports fan and, you know, this whole and getting paid to do it now. So everyone's being able to kind of, I love the fact that like I'm 42 years old. I can wear a pair of Jordans and talk to people with a straight face about how many JPEGs that I paid thousands of dollars for that I own. So crazy, crazy time to be alive.
1: Yeah, but it's a good time.
0: It totally is. Well, I always enjoy our conversations. Uh, Francesca, we'll have to do this again sometime soon. We'll keep the conversation going. I know that you and I are trying to figure out a couple things on how we can support each other. So I really look forward to seeing how all of that unpacks. And I sure do appreciate you taking some time uh, out of your day to, to hang out with me twice in one day. I'm a lucky guy.
1: This is awesome. I need more Sebastian energy. Everyone yes. does.
0: I, if you could bottle me up and sell me, I don't would turn that into an NFT, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Thanks again, Francesca. Make sure you're following Francesca. She's an incredible attorney and great human being. And uh, we're, we're up to some things. So stay tuned with that. And um, I'll talk with you real soon, Francesca.
1: Bye, Sebastian. Bye, everyone.
0: Well, that does it for another episode of NFT suck if you don't understand them. We do this each and every week, usually at... 1 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but sometimes we mix things up uh, contingent upon my travel schedule and schedules just in general. So make sure you stay tuned for future spaces that we'll host here. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way you'll get updates as new episodes become available. Remember, friends, NFTs suck if you don't understand them. Until next time, friends. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of NFT Suck. I sure do appreciate it. And I hope you're leaving this episode with at least one or two things that you did not know about the world of NFTs before you hit play. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get notifications as new episodes become available. Until next time, friends.